What it is, what it is, it's your boy Karma, aka Hip Hop Karma, aka I don't know, whatever the hell you want to call it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you feel me? Right now, I got a special guest in here. Our special guest, what is your name? What is your name? My name is Yoga Matt. Yoga Matt, man. How you spell that? Uh, y O G A M A T T, and usually it doesn't, you don't say Yoga Matt without saying Ya. Yeah. So I've just kind of combined like the two names together. It's Yoga Matt, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's right. That's right, man. Okay, so this is called the Random Podcast Show, man. We just randomly get together with artists. We talk about regular stuff, random shit, and just kind of keep it real. And really don't really stress on like a whole structure. You know no script, man. Yeah, no script, man. We just gonna kick back, relax, and chill, and, and talk about life. Um, so. You do you do music? You do yoga? What, what what's your passion? What are you so doing? I've been doing yoga like consistently, maybe for about since like December. I started working at a yoga studio, but my main thing in the last five years of my life has just been music, music, music. Okay. Like yoga for me started out like as a as like the idea of yoga, like oneness, unity, meditation, the chakras. The reason I became yoga mat was more about the idealistic the ideology behind yoga okay. rather than like the stretching like going right. and actually doing the asana which is the stretching practice so I became yoga mat like two years ago because of the ideologies behind yoga and how I loved crystals and just tapping into universal energy and flow and all that shit um, but then I just recently like in December of last year started getting into like the physical practice on a daily basis and now I'm like full on yoga mat okay okay I see, <laughs> I see you got you said the alkaline water right here yeah so what's 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 the difference with the alkaline water and, and the Stater Brothers water? Shit. Okay. There's so many things that have to, like, so many reasons why I drink the water that I drink. And alkaline's kind of like a buzzword. It's like the word that will hit the market and be like, oh, alkaline water. Like, right. But the reason why I enjoy this water is it, it comes from an ionizer, which is a machine that takes tap water and, like, does something different with it. But instead of just fl- filtering out, like, chlorine and, like all the toxic chemicals that are in water. It also goes through seven titanium charged plates that electrically charge the water, and um, it has active hydrogen in it, which does wondrous things for your body. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, speak yeah. on that, but yeah. you can always look it up and find out. sound like you're a scientist, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna like claim that I am and make people think, oh, he thinks he knows everything about mm-hmm. water, but like, I know about why I like that water. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and then right. it also has smaller molecules, so when it goes through the seven titanium plates, um, the molecules get broken down so it's like your body your body cells are like a, a chain link fence that kind of water would be like trying to throw a baseball through the through the chain link fence gotcha. this kind of water is like throwing BBs like more of the water goes into your cells and hydrates your body like when you drink this it comes from a, an Enagic Kangen machine right. and when you drink it, it like you feel it go into your brain you feel it like you just feel it more than you would that water plus it's alkalinity versus acidity um, the more alkaline your body is the less prone you are to catching uh, like a sickness, like the common cold, or, or like falling, un- like falling under the influence of any diseases or illness. Okay, okay. And bottled water is notoriously acidic. Okay, let me see. I might have to look at this. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start reading what the hell I'm like. Drinking and shit. You gotta research it. Yeah, I can. Crazy. I could uh, put you, get, send you a link I, to I, a website. I've, I've heard about the. Uh, so it's kind of what you're talking about because it's like. Uh, there was somebody that was telling me about that. It's like processing and stuff. It's like your body doesn't have to process it as much, basically. It's just easier for it to process so it's not dehydrating and uses as much exactly. energy and shit like that. Well, and sodium, like chlorate, phosphate, and a bunch of other minerals are added to like that water so that 
it'll remain at like a tap, like a, like a, a seven pH. Mm-hmm. But when you're putting all those minerals, extra minerals in your body through water, that you're, you you don't even know you're putting them through your body, like it does stuff to you. And that's why they have like this shit called, like it's like this whole movement where they're against alkaline water because it produces alkalinosis. But that's only if you make it alkaline through minerals. So if you make it alkaline through electricity, which is what this water is, it doesn't do that to you. It's, it's more pure. It's pure. It goes through your body. It doesn't. It's it. Ah, there's just so much. Beauty. <laughs> there's so much beauty. He said to there's it. so much energy to the water. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, so so you say okay, you just got into the yoga thing. You've been doing the music before the yoga mat. Yeah. Were you another artist name? Yeah, I was. I was Vagrant back in the day. Vagrant. Since the end of 2013 is when I first like started putting music out. I was Vagrant, and the reason being was I was super detached from like people my age and like society like I was super anti-government super conspiracy theorist I don't even actually like using that word conspiracy theorist because in my eyes it's real yeah yeah, no a lot of it is real a lot of it is covered up but like that word has a negative connotation right right. but anyway I was just researching everything about I watched the zeitgeist and then from there like I would just be researching all like what happened with the wars and the the 9-11 shit and all that and I just got super like politically charged in my rap and I was just I would speak out about shit that maybe I didn't have the authority to speak on and right. my music wasn't really about good vibes, it was more about telling you what was up. Right. And it just put me in a spiral, man. Like I was wondering why people weren't liking my music and it wasn't even that they weren't liking my music. I just I just think that me as a person wasn't ready to be loved by the world yet. Right. Or you could have been, I mean? it could have been it could have been something they didn't understand. Exactly. But yeah. I was like driving it down right. people's throats rather than like dropping bombs or hints and then you know really working on my lyricism or working on my my energy or my right. cohesiveness track to track and right. my production like all of that i skipped and i just wanted to like put out as many songs as possible with as much like knowledge crammed into each one and that was vagrant yeah yeah, yeah that was vagrant so that answer yoga mat yoga mat is more what kind of rapper i started dropping a lot of acid i started learning like how to vibe <laughs> I started learning how to vibe more. Um, my boys were really putting me on at that time to a lot of like the underground SoundCloud rap, which at the time I was, when I started becoming Yoga Mat, I was not into auto-tune rap. Right. I was not into the SoundCloud rap. Right. I wasn't into anything that didn't sound like Lord Finesse, Big L, right. um, Diamond D, Atmosphere, anything that wasn't underground hip hop or wasn't focused on the lyrics, I wasn't into it. And I think Travis Scott was actually the artist that broke me out of that mindset. Like. Yeah. I liked Kanye, so like it was when Travis started coming. I like Ti too. So when Travis came out and I heard that song "Blocker" with him and Pusha T, and it was like "Diamonds on my blocker," yeah, yeah, that's my blocker. Like, I didn't really like it at first, but continually listening to his music kind of like broke me out of the bubble of thinking that rap had it to be a certain way. Right, right. And then I started dabbling with like the little Uzis, the little Yachtys, and then I was like, okay, music is a self-expression. It's not music has to be this. Right. And when I figured that out and I stopped hating on all these artists and started loving myself and like focusing on my own craft, that's when I started to get good at making music. That's right. That's right. Okay. So 2013, boom, you start really getting into this music thing. You start pushing forward. Um, When's the first time you went and hit a show, like did a live show? Like a couple weeks after I put my first project out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't wait, I didn't hesitate, I just jumped right into the open mic scene. So 2013, you in high school at this point? Or? I was 16 years old, yeah. 16, so it's a whole freshman? No, no, I was a junior in high junior, school. Junior, junior, okay, okay, that's yeah. what's up, that's what's up. Do you, you know Glassless Minds? Glassless, not familiar. It is a, it was a, a poetry, it is still a, a poetry open mic. 
but they do spoken word as well as they let people come and play guitar. They let people rap and all that. And we were Is that at Coastal. Nah, it's a. There's one showcase that they do down by the beach, right by the G by Grandier. Okay. And then they used to have um, a gym off of Oceanside Boulevard in Temple Heights, where they would host a, a youth open mic. Huh. So. I was at City to City. The first time I ever did an open mic, I was at City to City. The last day that City to City. The Vista one? The last day that it was ever open. I was there when the, the undercover cops came yeah, in and yeah. put everyone up against the wall and shut it down. Um, the Glasses Minds dude came up to me and my homie Vade and was like, you guys should start coming to our open mic. And then we went to the youth open mic. We started going to the one at the beach. And I think 10 to 15 times of doing that, and then I was like, okay, was I like I like this shit. That's I right. like going up in front of people and rapping and getting my shit off. Like, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, so are you are you born raised out here in the city? I was born in Las Vegas up until the end of preschool, and then we moved out to right by my grandma's house by Rancho Buena Vista High School. Okay. And I lived in Vista for like three months. Okay. And then when I was five years old, we moved over by Miracosta College in Oceanside, and then I lived there till I was fifteen, and now I live in like the Deep Valley area, like by In and Out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When um when you when you were out here, was there what was your what was your like influence? What was the rap that, that I know you said you know that the uh, I know you said uh, Lord Travis Scott, and Travis Lord, Scott, Lord yeah. Finesse, and some people like this. Was there anybody that like? kind of got you motivated to do music like was there an artist that kind of was like oh shit if he's rapping I want to rap was there anybody like that that you kind of listen yeah, to yeah when I first started listening to rap Wu-Tang Clan Wu-Tang Clan Wu-Tang Clan and the amount of they were so scatterbrained when they, when they came on the track like ODB RZA The Jizza Method like they all had such a different yeah. style <laughs> and it, it was so freeform that's when I like Atmosphere and the Wu-Tang Clan were the ones that got me into freestyle rap Okay. This is before I started making music. Right. When I was freestyling. Just listening to music. Just listening to music, being a fan of hip-hop. Like, I was super into the Wu-Tang Clan. I was super into atmosphere. Like, I would just take... YouTube, I would put YouTube on and just play, like, my favorite beats. Like, um, Triumph Instrumental or, like... Okay. Um, uh, sound is Vibration Instrumental. And I would just put those on and just, like, whatever came off top. Like, streams of consciousness. Like, that's and that's what got me into making rap. But I think what... what did, who got me into wanting to be an artist? trying to think that I have so many influences that's good that's good it's good to have a variety of genres to be influenced by I literally love every style of rap yeah. like H-Town rap is what I first listened to with Wu-Tang like like um, Bumby Pimp C Slim Thug Lil Kiki all that stuff is what okay, got so me into it yeah. this, this leads me into an easy way this is a good set it's like a layup now okay so you're on an island deserted island you got three CDs to choose from, MP3s, whatever you got. Greatest hits of any artist in the world, dead or alive. Damn. Those three artists that you can bump all day without going fucking crazy. Okay. Three of those guys. Girls, whoever. Okay. Well, Travis is my favorite artist, so I, so any of his songs, greatest, like a compilation, or yeah, just like one of his every, albums? Every single song ever made from him. Okay, so, yeah. Travis. Travis. Um, Wu. Wu. Wu-Tang Clan. All of them. At all the songs you kind of get a bonus there because you get a lot of artists when you, say you get a lot of artists um should I put a west coast like damn that's so hard it don't make people hate you for it no nah, nah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's so hard probably Pac bro Tupac probably Pac okay that's yeah. crazy because I would almost think that that Tupac and Wu-Tang are damn near oldies to you like you know what I'm saying I know for somebody like me that was somebody I grew up listening to and stuff like that but for you I would almost think that's just kind of 
little, uh, you know, you hear all these newer rappers and stuff talking about these older rappers and they don't give the respect to where I think it's, it's doing stuff like that. Yeah. What what made you listen to these rappers? Were you just listening to it? Was there a cousin or a brother or anybody that influenced you to listen to these, these guys? Or it was just you? Nah, like when I first started getting into rap music when I was like 10, 11, I just took it upon myself to get as familiar with all the eras that I could. Right. And then when I became, when I was really like going hard with this rap shit in the beginning, like I said, I was super into just underground and like old school shit. So I wasn't, I didn't have my ear to the, the new wave yet. Right. But, um, so. Cause you were into the original hip hop I was into shit. the original hip hop. Like I'm not even talking just nineties rap. Like I was into LL Cool J. Right. Right. Uh, Kim. I was into, Lord Finesse even has music from the, the eighties. Um, Big Daddy Kane, of course, like, Sugar Hill Gang. That's tight. Yeah, I, I'm into all of it, man. Like, I can throw on some 1980s, some 1970s and, and rock with it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tight, man. That's tight. Okay, okay. So, so, boom, you're kind of living out here by the beach. You're doing this hip-hop thing. Um, what, what's your motivation now? Like, like now you're your own artist. Now, yeah. now you're kind of like these people that you grew up listening to in yeah. the sense of you can have your own creative space. You can create your own sound. You can My own vibe, like yeah. Do you, do you have a motivation that kind of keeps you pushing as an artist? Yeah. Rap for me is a segue to be able to influence people. Okay. I I think that hip-hop music is, in our time, equivalent to what rock and roll and, like, what Jimi Hendrix was doing back in, like, the 60s and the 70s. And, like, what it means to me is the ability to influence the young people. Right. So the motivation for me in hip-hop... Is he, I mean, I have egotistical reasons for wanting to be in this shit, too. Like, I, I want to go across the world, fuck famous bitches, like, do all the cool do shit. Do all the cool shit. But that's not what makes me wake up every day. Right. That's, like, the, the shit right. that just comes with the shit. Mm-hmm. The shit that makes me wake up every day is, like, okay, I'm really into being healthy. I'm really into spirituality. I'm really into accepting other people for who they are and helping other people understand who they are so that they can stop fighting against people that aren't like them. And what I want my music platform to do, without even having to get super specific with every song or with every like person I meet, is just to preach love and acceptance and just that sound wave just wash over people so that they're like, oh, like I love myself. Yeah. I'm not out here trying to force other people to be like me. Yeah. And just be one with shit. And that's what I want my music to do. So that's what makes me get up every day and go hard with it. Well, I'm looking at you, man. You got some. You got some army color bands. You got some blue green hair. <laughs> You got some gold teeth, <laughs> like you got a stained shirt, but you super comfortable in your skin. Yeah, that's good, bro. This actually, this shirt was actually stained on purpose. Like he, he dyed it aqua blue, uh-huh. and then he put like stains on it on purpose. This that's is my look. this is my homie's uh, jacket. He, okay, my boy Wois Reese from Laguna Beach. He made this for me. Okay, so is it Outlandish? That's Outlandish. the name of the brand. Yeah, that's right. It's actually a custom. That's right. He literally is like, like. I didn't fuck it up, bro. Like, I actually stained it on purpose. And I was like, okay. That's cool. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's cool, man. So, so new projects, any projects that are out there that, that, yeah. that you got out there? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I just dropped a mixtape. What was it? In, uh, I dropped it May. I think it was May 1st. Uh, it's called Lift to This, Volume 1. Okay. Um, it's my first official mixtape as the transitioned artist that I am now, Yoga Matt. Like, I put out a project last May. But I was still vagrant and yoga mat. Okay. Like I hadn't made the full transition, mind state and content wise, okay. branding wise to be yoga mat. So this is my first official mixtape as yoga mat. Um, it's some shit you can lift to. It's some shit you can 
cruise through on the coast with. It's okay. some shit that you can just put on at the party and you don't have to pay attention to the lyrics. But if you do want to pay attention to the lyrics, there's, there's bars there. Okay. Like, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So what's behind the name? The, the yoga mat name? No, no, the, the name of the album. Oh, Live to This. I wanted to keep it simple, but still like catchy. And I feel like right now it's trendy to be fit and it's trendy to be healthy, even though those are things that I already was doing. And those are things that I think that are gonna live on after the trend and more people are just gonna stay this way right. because being healthy is the, the easiest way to stay happy. And um, I just feel like the name lift to this, like, okay, like, I can lift to it. Like, hell yeah, like I'm gonna go hard to it. Like, okay, okay. How many tracks on there? Uh, 13. 13. 13 on the, the, the mixtape version, and then on iTunes and Spotify, the EP version is seven tracks. Okay, okay. So, so I've been seeing, I've been, I've been checking out your YouTubes and shit like that. I know you got a <laughs> lot of videos out there. You seem to have some little pretty girls in all your videos. And yeah, shit. that's crazy. The homegirls, yeah. yeah. That's right, that's right. So, so how many videos you got? Um, I've dropped eight this year. I dropped... Eight this year? Yeah, my, my goal when... Um, Wait a second, this month is the eighth month. Yeah, I dropped one on August 1st. Wow, so one or every August month. 16th. One every single month. One every month. I've been, um, since the end of 2017, I was like, okay, what is your goal? I've, I've been kind of getting into the, this goal charting shit. Okay. What's your goal for the year going to be? And I didn't want to make it like, oh, make a million dollars. Because like, right, I didn't feel right, like right. brand-wise or, or knowledge-wise, I was there yet. Not trying to knock myself, but I wanted to give myself a realistic goal to be able to accomplish. Right. And I was like, right. all right, put out a video every month. There you go. But storyboard it yourself. Um, make sure that there's a consistent theme in everyone and make it you and that was the goal every song that's on the tape is very different so that's why a lot of the videos are pretty different mm -hmm. but you'll see if you watch them from beginning to end and when all 13 of them have come out um, you'll see the consistent theme all the way through and then I also had my bad I didn't no, 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 to cut you off I also have two like videos that are coming out one that came out in June and then one that's coming out in September that break away from the lift to this mixtape and kind of just give you a break from hearing those songs. And I dropped a West Coast funky style track that is totally different from the other song that I put out. And then next month I'm dropping a hip hop cypher with Nat Z, Billy No Jokes, Kyoshi, Amon the MC, Vade One, and then two yoga teachers. Is that on the cypher series? Nah, it, it's not on the cypher series. Okay, it's just okay. some, some shit that I did. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, so these these videos that you're doing right now, the, the like the eight that you've done, are these from your project? Seven of them are. The seven, the, okay. Seven of them are. And One then, was a West Coast style song, yeah. And that's gonna be kind of like a single on its own thing, or is it yeah, a project? It, yeah, it was just a single. Okay. That's right. I just wanted to show people that I could do it. That's right. Because I love West Coast music, but I never made a West Coast song, so. Okay. Okay. And who's on that? Just you? Just myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I actually, I actually see that on your. Uh, your videos, you don't have too many features. I used to. Okay. When I first, because I, bro, I put out so many, like, trash mixtapes. I'm, I'm calling them trash just because they weren't, it was Bro. quantity over quality. Right. Back right. then. Not saying that all the songs are trash or that any of it was trash. It just wasn't as best as it could be. Right. And I, I would get literally everyone I knew on stuff. Right, just let's have fun. Let's do, yeah. let's get Fuck the song done. Get in the studio. Everyone write a verse. Right. <laughs> so, so do you do you record yourself? Are you going somewhere to record? Who's doing? Your, who's doing yeah, your I, I record myself. I got like the Yamaha HS sevens. I got the um, the Day King five hundred pre. Okay. I got the the Apogee Duet interface. Yeah. I got Logic. I'm about to upgrade to use Logic and Pro Tools pretty soon because I got the Pro Tools certain Miracosta. 
So yeah, I've been doing the, the mixing thing since 2014. Okay, so you yeah. self-produce, self you get your own beats? Do you do your own beats too? I buy beats, Okay. I jack beats, Okay. and I produce beats. Okay, so you do produce though? Yeah, I do so, produce. So you produce, you record yourself, and you rap? Yeah. Okay, damn, that's pretty, that's a lot but of work. I also jack beats like Lil Wayne. If, if, if I, if I want to remix a song or something like that, I'm not going to buy the beat. Right. If you reproduce someone else's beat, I'm not buying the beat you reproduced. Like, right. I'm just going to use it. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's why I put my shit online. Right there. No, no, that's, hey, that's, that's, hey, we've been beat jacking since 1990s. Since like, the YouTube came out. People been beat jacking. Yeah, yeah. as soon as YouTube came out, that was easy. Oh, free beats right there. Boom, boom. I made life simple and shit. So, so randomly, okay, you know, you kind of you kind of touched a lot of bases right here. I don't. I'm pretty sure people probably didn't know you did yoga and, and to that effect and did the shit that you do do. But what's something random that like people wouldn't know that you do? Like like do you like you like love circuses? You juggle on the weekend? <laughs> like what's something random that we wouldn't know about you that you ain't told nobody except for us? I want to do a lot of extreme shit on my bucket list. I don't talk about it a whole lot, but like I want to do some crazy shit. Like when I have the ability to go travel, like I'm trying to go shark diving, I'm trying to jump out of planes. I, I don't even know if this is possible, but for some reason I've always thought this in my head. I want to raft on a like a volcano river. <laughs> I, I want to like I I don't know if this is even possible, but like I dreamed about it one time where I was on like a wooden raft that was like burning up while I was like rafting on the volcano <laughs> river. But like I made it to the other side before it burned all the way up, and I don't. I just want to do extreme shit. Like I want to go base jumping. I want. Like, I just want to do everything that I possibly can while I'm still on Earth because it's like, why the fuck not? You know right, what I mean? Right, right. This this lava raft thing that you that you talk about. It's not real. I don't think. No, any, no, no. Any, this it's had to have been while you were taking the acid. This had to have been. No, this is actually when I was little. I, I've been trippy. I've been <laughs> trippy, but without the ability to communicate my ideas. Right. I feel like acid gave me the ability to like express myself and really like you know how you have that voice in your head that like you don't know where it comes from and when you think about it it goes away yeah. but like it talks to you when you're not really paying attention to it right right that voice would tell me a whole lot of shit in my own voice but i was like unable to like communicate communicate it or like remember the ideas i just like have like a, a non-verbal understanding of shit hmm. but the acid gave me the ability to like verbalize it and like communicate about it that's like, crazy you know that's crazy weird. how old are you i'm 21 i just turned 21 21 man sounds like you got a good head on your shoulder it sounds like you kind of do what you're supposed to do to stay in the right not in the wrong and stay positive and out the negative bullshit in this city there's a lot of negative bullshit that comes with the music there's a lot of clicks yeah there's a lot of people who like this person but don't fuck with this person i've noticed oh, you like him, <laughs> i don't like you you know what i'm saying i've noticed that yeah how, how do you deal with that Man, I didn't always deal with it well. Yeah. When I first came into this, I was super unity-based, and I would rap with a lot of different artists that didn't really fuck with each other, right. and it got confusing. Right. Beef started. People were talking shit. Um, I even said some shit that I didn't mean at times because right. I was just I was young, stupid, and trying to figure out how to, you know, just stay out of the conflict, but at the same time, like, be a real-ass motherfucker. Right. And it's hard to stay out of conflict and be a real-ass motherfucker. Sometimes you're in the conflict because right. you are a real-ass motherfucker. Right. And, like, I went through a period of time in 2015 where I was trying to throw my own shows and I was bringing a lot of acts together that I really loved, but not all of them loved each other and people weren't working as hard as I wanted them to and I wasn't providing the necessary skills that I needed to have to be a show coordinator. And, like, I had to learn a lot from that 
and like humble myself. Like right. 2016, 2017 was a really like big years of humbling myself, taking a step back, learning how to become a fan of other artists in the city. Cause I, I wasn't really that good back then, but I've always known that I'm gonna be a big name. So like, right. even then I had kind of like a cocky attitude about me. And I had to learn how to like dismiss that. Like the right. acid helped me with the ego death, like <laughs> all that shit. And how I deal with it now is I'm cool with everyone. Like I right. really like D2A, Steve 760, Nat Z, Billy No Jokes, IRAP, Vade, Dr. Sack. Like every name that you could think of in the local area that I came in contact with, I like really try to like listen to their music, pick out what I like about it, and just have a favorite song and listen to their music because I really want to be able to like in person like really like be able to to like drop some positivity on right. them like be like hey I fuck with that song understand or, the or, person understand the artist exactly I, I want to I want to have something to talk about and not just be on some fake shit like oh what's up bro like what's up homie like mm-hmm. like actually be like the homie like actually right. have heard their shit actually watch their shit comment on their shit like promote their sh- like not on some like me promoting them as hard as I promote myself but just right, like right. Be so a friend. Yeah, be a friend. And yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I deal with it now. Like instead of how are you gonna help me accomplish my goals, I'm I'm not even caring about how they're gonna accomplish my goals. I'm just okay, I fuck with that song, that song's tight. I fuck right. with that video, I'm gonna comment on that. I just try to do my best. That's right. Okay, so social media is big right now, man. This is the day and age of social media. It seems like everybody's on social media. Um you fuck with social media? Okay. So Somebody wants to get in touch with Yoga Matt and actually wants to inbox you, DM you, and hit you and, and collaborate and, and link and, and get positive vibes. What's the social media platform that you're on that you're checking your inbox that you really like? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on everything, but I don't use everything the right. way I use Instagram. Right. I really like being able to see people. I don't really like looking at everyone's unregulated thought. Right. <laughs> and that's right. what Facebook right. and Twitter is. Like, right. I'm on there occasionally. And actually, a lot of people complain because they're like, yo, you're never answering your Facebook. I'm like, I'm just not a fan of Facebook yeah, no more. Yeah, like, yeah. I like to be able to see what's going on. Like, give me your highlight reel. Right. I don't have time to, to like... He said, give me your highlight reel. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't even get to, like, think in depth about my own thoughts every day with all the shit that I do. So I'm not going to go scroll through, like, everything that you're thinking about. Like, right. or everyone I love thinking about. Like, I just want to see your highlight reel. That's right. And that's I want right. to be able to... Like, if we're going to get deep, let's get deep in real life. Like, <laughs> so, so what's your Instagram tag so people can check that out, too? Yoga Matt, y'all. Y-O-G-A-M-A-T-T-Y-A-H. Y-A-H. Okay. And the y'all, what was the y'all for? What was that? What, That's that just like, out? I'm really into positive affirmations, and I feel like just having the y'all at the end of my name, like, it's just super fun to say, like, Yoga Matt, y'all. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, it puts a little bit more energy behind that hell, shit. Hell, and... You type in Yoga Mat on YouTube, there's a million different things that come up. You type in Yoga Mat, y'all, I'm the only one that comes up. Ah, uh, because yeah. of the fucking Yoga Mat itself. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I didn't even think about it. Even if you use both T's. Like, so still, is your name Matt? My name is Matt, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because now you have me all fucked up. I was like, well, was it Yoga Mat, like his name? Or was it Yoga Mat, like he was talking about the mat now? And then, you know, oh, no, no. I was just saying, like, you type the words Yoga Mat into YouTube. You'll get so many yoga teachers. Right, right, right. You'll get right, so right. many, like, yoga videos. Right. But you type in yoga mat, y'all. That's you. Everything's me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so, um, let's see, you've done some shows. Have you done any shows with, like, any, any bigger artists that you want to do any shows with? Um, yeah, I, my boys, my boy Vade and my TUS, I'm, I'm a part of a collective called TUS, the Upper Squadron. Okay. Um, I have certain members of 
the TOS that I've done shows with where we've opened up for people like YB and Amir okay. and like some of the newer age artists and um, in the past my boy Vade and I have opened up for DJ Quick and Warren G um, Far Side with my boy uh, Neek Next uh, okay so he has three different names that people d- different people know him by Fro Fudge Neek Nexus he's currently called Swami he's opened up oh, for the, the Far Side a lot he's done um just other un- like big name but old school heads. Right, right, right. I can't really name them off the top. No, but that's some we've cool. done so many performances. Like that's the thing. Like I haven't done a bunch of great performances, but I've done a lot of performances. So that leads me to this <laughs> question: Dead or alive, any artist in the world, you get to go back and open up for them. Boom. Who's it gonna be? Whoa. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna judge it based on lyricism production quality as well as fan base and overall hype during the show i'm gonna still have to go with travis because i love a lot of lyrical artists but you go to some of their shows and people are just dead right like they're not moving around and i love a lot of like like pop artists that have amazing hits and stuff that crosses over but you go to their shows and a lot of a lot of it is dead Right, but right, you go to right. one of Travis's shows, and he's like halfway in between, like super pop, but still super underground, and like no one really understands his sound still, because like he kind of like sets the new new bars that people like every time he comes out with a new project, they don't like it because they haven't heard it yet. Right. right. And um, but any show you go to, he'll have hundreds of thousands of people jumping. Like he's at a big festival, everyone is jumping. Right. Everyone's getting involved. Everyone's like, there are no bystanders. That's like a thing right, we like to say right, a lot. No, right. I don't like bystanders. Like, if you're right. going to be at a show, like, if you want to just sit and watch, just stay home and be on YouTube. Right. You know right, what I mean? But, like, right. you don't have to mosh and go crazy, but just shake your hips, like, bob right. your head, like, move be, your Be knees. involved. Put Something your out. hand up. Don't just be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't like all that. <laughs> so, what got you into the gold teeth, man? That's what I'm saying. H-Town is what, like, Wu-Tang Clan and H-Town was, like, my first experience in hip-hop. And H-Town kind of started that whole grill wave, like, Nelly and the Paul Wall shit. And just all those artists, like, DJ Screw, like, all that shit got me into grills. And from a young age, I was like, man. Gotta get me a grill. I gotta get a grill, yeah. (laughs) It's not even on some, like, I'm better than you, I got more money than you shit. Like, it's not even like that for me. It's just, I like it. Yeah, you know, you should never listen, listen, this. Never be ashamed of how you feel, how you dress, and how you want to be. I'm sure a lot of people might look at me and be like, damn, Herm, you got that many chains on and this gold and this bullshit. But you know what? I don't give a fuck what they exactly. say. This is, I, I like this shit. Are you paying shit. attention to me? Yeah, like I like this shit. <laughs> I like this shit. I'm going to buy this shit. It's my money. I do what I want with my money. So don't worry about that shit. The shit, people going to have opinions no matter what exactly. you do. So, so. Exactly. So you fuck with sports? Nah, yeah. Nah. I'm actually not a very big sports person, to be honest. Nah. I've never really, like, I used to play a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. That was always my thing. When I was younger and I was playing team sports, I would play it, but I did not like to watch it. I don't know why. It's, it's just something that's a part of me. I'm pro- pretty sure that as I get older and have more time when my money situation gets better, that I'll probably get into shit like that again, because it is fun to go to games and to, to interact with people and to understand what's going on, but... I've always been a solo sports, like action sports kind of person. Like, mm. 
and skateboarding was my thing when I was really you young. Like, skateboarding? Yeah, from 11 to 17, I was just every day at the skate park. You still go to the skate parks and shit? Not as much as I used to, because I broke my hip, I've broken my teeth twice, Ooh, shit. busted my head open, broken my arm, like, I've done a whole... Yeah, fuck skateboarding, you don't need to skateboard. I love skateboarding. <laughs> like, despite all that, I want everyone to know I love skateboarding. Like, you'll see me skateboarding in the sixth video I dropped this year, the West Coast Yoga Tales song, like... I, I busted out some old tricks just so I could be like, hey, I still I skate. still got it. Yeah. That's right. But um, I can't do it every day because it'll fuck my yoga up. It'll fuck my gym up. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, have to be out of the gym for two weeks because I fall once, you know? So this this yoga shit serious? You're doing this once a day, once a week, twice a week? How does this work out? For me, um, on a good week, yoga is five to six days and gym is five days. Five to six on days. A, on a lazy week. Sometimes we all have our lazy weeks, like, two to three days in the gym, maybe four days of yoga. And then there are some weeks where I don't do anything. Like, th- there has to be a balance. Like, if you're going hard, like, 52 weeks of the, the year, you're never giving your body a chance to recover. Right. So, like, recently I had my, my birthday was the 16th. From the 16th until today, I wasn't in the gym and I wasn't doing yoga. I was, like, sleeping a lot and just letting my body relax because I had been going hard. Right. I had been going super hard. Right, right. Sweating it all out. Right. And then I had a couple week like nights in a row of just drinking and like, you know, smoking a lot of weed, which I don't right. do a lot because I like to be focused right. more than I like to experience and enjoy conversation and all that shit. So it was a nice little break. I got to watch a lot of movies and just be lazy for a little bit. <laughs> chilling out a little bit. It's all right to be chilling out a little bit. So new projects, anything new you working on? No, you just dropped the last project last May. Uh, you got anything new that so you're working on? So May I dropped uh, my mixtape, and I'm going to pr- be promoting that mixtape along with all the videos that are coming with it until next year. Cool. So in the studio, I'm working on, I have so many songs that could be on my next project for next year, but right now it's more like just making as many as I can, some more quality, some more just for the vibe, and then come 20, like the beginning of 2019, then I'll start putting tracks Pick together for a new project and then start getting a plan together. Okay, that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. You got anything, uh, you got anything upcoming that, that, that people might want to know about? Like, anything, like, you got, I know you said you got that new video, that West Coast joint dropping. When's that gonna drop? The West Coast joint dropped in June. Okay, so that just dropped in June. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I just dropped a music video on the 16th. Of this, this uh, month? Of this month. Perfect. And it's called Good Looking. It's out on YouTube now. It's also a part of the tape that I just dropped. And then, in September, my big video that I'm dropping with Nat, Billy No Jokes, um, That's v- Vade, Amon, okay. Kiyoshi, and Undefined. That vid- it's not it, it is a cipher in the sense that there's a lot of us on one track, but it's not a cipher in the sense of the video. Like there's still a lot of like different locations. This is a written rap. Yeah, yeah. This is a song. This is this is a six minute under underground hip hop song. Like, okay, okay. Like okay, Jay okay. Dilla style. Got beat. you, got you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Did Billy put the make the beat? Nah, it's a YouTube beat. Oh, it's a YouTube beat. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. That's it's one of those up. YouTube beats. So so, boom! You're on an island again. You you're on a deserted island. You can only have three pieces of music equipment, so you can still make music. What you gonna have out there? You only have three things. Only three things. You don't need the computer. I'll give you one. So you don't need that. So the computer is a part of the three things? No, you can get three more after the computer. Three more after the computer. Okay. Interface mic. Or an interface. You know what? I'm going to knock the preamp because if I can only have three, I'm going to need the speakers or the headphones. So I'll I'll go quality interface, quality microphone, and... I'm gonna go with 
Yamaha NS10s. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Now you can at least listen to what the fuck you just did. Yeah. That's a mandatory thing. I mean, if you know what you're doing recording-wise and you're really taking your time with, you know, how far you are away with the microphone, where it is in terms of proximity to your face and you're using a good interface and a, and a good computer program, then you can do a lot. You can do a lot. Shit, I've done a... Done a lot with less in a hotel room. All you need is a computer and a mic. Boom. Exactly. And then all this shit, you just process it after. Yeah, exactly. You know all the mean? analog shit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so I know you 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 mentioned Travis Scott. You mentioned some artists, the Tupac. I know you've mentioned a couple artists that you that you've had influence with and stuff like that. What's the artist that we wouldn't know Yoga Matt listened to? Oh man, I have so many. Like Mac Dre. Matt Dre, Sugar Free, okay, DJ Quick, okay, okay. Uh, Short Dog Baby. Let's um, get let's get out of rap. Let's get out of rap. Okay, I I love all genres. So uh, Tribal Seas, uh, Iration, okay. Sublime, Slightly Stupid. Those are a few reggae names I fuck with. Led Zeppelin, the, the Beatles, and the Beast Boys were like my start to music in general. Like right. those were the first two groups I ever listened to. Period. Like before. Before I even listened to music, I, I, I don't know, when I was younger, like five, six years old, I didn't like music. Right. If, if someone turned the radio on, like my mom, I'd be like, can we put a talk show on? I really like to listen to people talking. Huh. So the Beach Boys and the Beatles broke me to music. Like right. That's what got me into like enjoying music. And um, some other thing, I like funk a lot. So the Zapp and um, Zapp and Roger, Zapp and Roger um, a new dude called Diamond Ortiz. Um, I just love music, that's man. Like, like I love EDM music. People don't know yeah. that about me. Like I like Calvin Harris and Dil- Dylan Francis and a lot of those uh, EDM DJs. Okay, okay. I'm um, not. I'm not too crates. fond. I'm not too fond of the EDM scene. I know it's crazy. I know they got every time they do a show, it's ten to twenty thousand people going nuts till two or three in the morning. So I know they got a huge scene. Have you been to a festival? I haven't. I haven't. So what got me into the scene was going to a live event. I didn't. I didn't used to like it before I'd been to the live See, event. Did you do what you were supposed to do to be involved with the live event? Because I don't really do the. You feel me? What do you mean? Like the the, the tabs and the extra this. Well, um, extra. not. I don't do it every time. Right. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy ecstasy. I enjoy LSD, but I don't do it every time I go to an event. Right. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, there's such a energy of love that's in the EDM scene that isn't in any of the other genres. Right. In, in the sense of everyone in that crowd, like you bump into something, they're like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna be like, what the fuck, homie? Like, right, <laughs> you know right, what right. I mean? Like, at, at, a, at a punk rock show, a rock show, even a reggae show, I've been to some reggae fest where you bump into someone and be like, what the fuck? Right. And then they're smoking their weed and singing to Ziggy Marley. So it's like, at an EDM show, specifically like Insomniac, like that's one of the biggest EDM um, event holders. It's all love, man. Like it's really all. Is that here? Is that here in San Diego? Uh, Insomniac has done events in San Diego, but they're more like San Bernardino, Las Vegas. Like they throw the big name events, like EDC, all the Wonderlands, like Nocturnal Wonderland, Beyond Wonderland, like all those things. And I think Vegas or some shit. Uh, EDC is in Vegas. The other one, the the Wonderlands are usually in either San Francisco or San Bernardino. Um, But yeah, being at the live event usually makes me even for other artists too like when i'm breaking into a new rap artist or all that if i go see them live i usually like their music more so if you've never been to a festival go just check the music out see how people respond to it right i feel like when you it's like different languages when you learn the context and you learn like how people respond to music it's easier to then incorporate it into your database and your in your mainframe and be like okay i see how people groove to that right you know um and that's how i got into edm because i used to hate it 
Right, when people right. turned on EDM, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Shut that off. Yeah, like, the drum patterns fuck my whole head up. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's a specific, it's a specific vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. So, so, boom. Any uh, any long term goals with this music shit? Do you is this is this is this goal number one is to be is to to be the artist to be the artist. I had def- I've had very many roles over the last five years in this music shit on a small scale. I, I've thrown events. Um, I've recorded, mixed, and mastered other artists. Um, I've produced beats for people. And I would always be really unhappy because I'd be so spread out. Right. And I was, like, getting really serious when I'm like, what do you like most? Right. Always loved to speak in front of people. Even when I was younger, I wrote poetry. So, like, I knew I wanted to be the star. And not in an egotistical way. Like, I have a lot that I want to say, a right. lot that I want to do. I want to be on a platform that's going to give me access to human beings so I can help people. Right. So I can be there for people and give them light that they don't see in other... Because there's a lot of hip-hop artists. And like I said, hip-hop is the number one influential on the like genre on the youth. Right. And there's a lot of bullshit in the antics. Right. There's so much bullshit. Right. Or the need not to say anything because people don't like to come off as preachy. And my thing is, don't be preachy, but don't not say anything either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, but like, just talk about the positive shit that you do. Right. Because someone's gonna hear that and they're gonna be having a shitty day or a shitty year or a shitty life. Right. And they're gonna be like, okay, I can incorporate that into my life and turn my shit around. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, if you're a producer, you're not gonna be able to do that. Not as much. Right. If you're, um, well, I guess a, an event host would be able to do that. But I'm not that passionate about event hosting as I am about rapping. Being the artist. And producing, I fuck around and I love doing it for fun. But, like, I can't see myself, like, sitting there for artists that I don't even want to work with just because they're paying me right. to make them beats. So right. I was like, all right, you're going to be a rapper. Right. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. So, so how long... Consistently since 13 or 16 that you've been doing this for five years? 2013, so five years. Coming on five years in November. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. And how many videos total you got? Um, I had a lot more on YouTube that I recently put on private. (laughs) Yeah, why'd you do that? No longer relevant to the brand. Like, I'm very specific with the brand now. I'm really going hard with a specific branding. So anything that was old that I didn't feel like fit it, or didn't get the attention that I wanted it to get, gotcha. I took down. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Not, not to not show people where I come from. Like, you could still find my first song on Bandcamp. Like, right. Under my old alias. It's QC Quality Control. What is that? QC Quality Control. Sometimes you gotta look back and oh, like, okay. make sure that the shit's nice or okay, I got a new brand I'm trying to work on now. I don't look like this. I'm not doing this sound no more. I'm exactly. doing this sound. Or this is what I wanna have you weren't see. that good at storyboarding back then, so let's take this right. down because you, right. you're better at it now. Like, right. yeah. Growth. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, shit, I hella appreciate your time, man. I, I appreciate you being a genuine person because I watch your videos and I heard about you and I talked to some of the homies about you and shit. Everybody's been like, yeah, super positive. And I seen you do this uh this little mountain trail shit with Ross, man. You guys went up and did like a hike. And did, yeah, like, a we did a show. hike with the mic. It was super fun. What we did was we gathered everyone at the bottom of the hike. Yeah, and then before the show started, we actually did a, a rap show. But before that started, we we just got everyone together and went on a hike. And it, actually, I can't take credit for any of that. The homie um, Victor uh, at Sandy Promotions organized that, and it was a really cool, positive event. Yeah. Very dope idea. Yeah. And if you go follow Sandy Promotions, he's a great event coordinator. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that online, and that's that's kind of what like kind of got put you on my radar and shit. I was like, who's this kid out here with the fucking hair? 
And then, <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I saw, okay, that's his name. Okay, let me look him up real quick. Okay, boom, there's his videos. Okay, he's kind of chill, cat. All right, and then you hit me, you hit me out the group, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, yeah, he's actually a real humble dude. That's good. Because a lot of people, man, it's so hard for people to be humble and be like regular people. I used to not be able to do Be it. humans, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's so hard for people to be humans and be a rapper at the same time sometimes. Or I was so guarded. Like, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for anyone else with those issues, but I was just super guarded. Like, I felt like I had to protect something that people were trying to take away from me if I were to be kind and humble because in the very beginning of when I started this shit I was very kind and humble and then I learned really quick that there's certain people you can't give that attention to but instead of being humble in the, in the sense of knowing who to expend my energy to and who not to I just took it away right and then I got kind of cocky and egotistical about it right so um it's waves man like yeah, yeah. You go ups up and, and downs. downs. Yeah, that's why right. right. you gotta learn to ride that shit. You yeah, learn to ride that shit. Well, shit. Any shout outs you want to say? Shout outs to anybody, man. Before we wrap it up, anybody hell yeah. Fucking, I want to give a big shout out to TUS, the Upper Squadron, Doctor Savvy, Wayne Jetski, um, the Bird Drawler, fucking Saint Nicholas, Bay One, and Undefined. Every artist that I work with that's on one of my songs that works with me, that's been to a show, that's been on a song in a video or in any collaboration of any form like i love y'all and i appreciate you that's right that's right okay social media you say you're fucking with the instagram what's your instagram tag the instagram tag is yoga mat y'all y-o-g-a-m-a-t-t-y-a-h that's right that's right man well, greatly appreciate your time this your boy karma aka hip-hop karma aka this been the random podcast show appreciate your life make sure you tune in share love yeah